0: What does motion sound like?
1: With Kizzik Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like
0: this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizikcom socks. I'll tell you what, mate. Your beard's what? looking a bit ropey there. Oh,
1: bruv, don't. It's been doing me head all week. I'll
0: tell you what you need to do. You need to upgrade your shave with the personal barber the top safety razor subscription for men in the UK. You can get a curated box of high-quality shaving products like razors, creams, and skincare products. And trust me, mate, you could do with it.
1: (laughs) My skin is dry as... It's like the Sahara Desert, mate. My forehead is flaking.
0: Your skin reminds me of your personality. Dry. Um, but guess what? Here on Adam and Cotney John's Big Movie Podcast, we've got an exclusive discount code that will get you 20% off your Discovery Box subscription kit. It's great for you or amazing as a present. Head to personalbarber.com and click to join the club. Enter promo code MOVIE at the checkout to get 20% off. 20% that's all right right, isn't it? 20% or as in the in the maths world in year five we call that a fifth
1: I'm so glad you got that one right
0: I'm not gonna lie <laughs> as I started saying it I was a little bit nervous <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm gonna have to get on that I reckon
0: definitely head to thepersonalbarber.com and join the club now a Dad's Net original podcast Hello and welcome once again to Adam and Cotney John's Big Movie Podcast. Yes, we are alive after our trip to Amsterdam and we're here to give you a jam-packed episode uh, with two new releases, um, a movie plot in one sentence and a sneaky little throwback. So, let's get straight into it. My name is Adam. As always, I am joined by the man who survived somehow being 40 in Amsterdam, Mr. Cotney John.
1: That was, honestly, I think the hardest weekend of my life. It was <laughs> it was so, so tough.
0: When you it say was... it's the hardest weekend of your life, people are going to be thinking, oh, they did Amsterdam. Oh, did they? But no, he's not talking it... in those <laughs> terms. He is talking... <laughs> We, well, we're going to give you a bit of a lowdown of what we did, basically. We arrived, <laughs> we were there Sunday till early Wednesday morning. We arrived, yeah. um, we arrived relatively, uh, what would you say, tea time-ish, about nine o'clock. Yeah, a bit once. later,
1: but yeah, yeah, a bit, yeah. By the time we got we to had, the city, it was about eight, yeah, nine We o'clock. were
0: very, very excited. Pints were flowing in the airport. I had the football mm. on. United were doing well. It was, the vibes were top draw, weren't they? And then we, uh... We arrived in Amsterdam, got to our hotel, dr- dropped our stuff off straight off the bat, and then we went straight out. Now, this is the thing: anyone listening to this that have been in Amsterdam, I hope they had the same experience as we did, because Amsterdam's a beautiful place. It's obviously known for its certain things, i.e., legal marijuana, uh, the red light district. But we're not—we we weren't bothered about that. We wanted to go, and we wanted to experience Amsterdam, the food. And basically the drinks. So we were walking down the main strip of like the Amsterdam main heart. Well, it was as well, just, when it...
1: just before, just before though, because I said, didn't I, to the bloke at the, uh, at the desk, I was like, because I have my tracksuit on, my new tracksuit. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, can I wear this to go out? And he was like, no, nah, they won't let you in nowhere. They won't let you in anywhere. Yeah. And so I went and got changed. Yeah, which was a
0: surprise really. Cause I mean. Not many people were dressed in anything other than tracksuits.
1: It was, It. he was 100% wrong. Like, I genuinely think I could have gone out in a vest and boxer shorts and I'd have been <laughs> welcome with open arms everywhere.
0: Yeah, you would have, you would have, you would have been there just looking normal in a vest and boxer shorts. Uh, yeah, not sure I'd, I'd have been fit in, I'd have fit right but, in. Um, <laughs> you would have definitely fit in but as we were walking down the main strip it was still it was still on the light side there was families there was kids with ice creams it was lovely and i was thinking this is this is amazing what a lovely friendly place and then we went into a bar didn't we we had a couple of pints and then we made our way out and it was like it was like a scene out of a movie it was like all the lovely families and friendly faces dispersed and we were met with basically.
1: It was darkness. I mean, like, I mean describe it. I mean, it was. I, I don't want to have a go at Amsterdam because, to be fair, people had said to us they're trying to clean it up at the moment because it's gone downhill a bit. And it was. the The word I've been using to describe it to everyone is dirty. Just. Yeah a yeah, it dirty was, it was place a lo- it was
0: rubbish everywhere wasn't there yeah the um, street lights well, the stri-
1: are like uh i don't know candles because they don't provide any light it was just pitch black all around the city yeah, it was there were people passed out so in the street well. <laughs> it, it was magaluf yeah, it, wasn't was, it? It, it was we magaluf saw, <laughs> we saw
0: those two we saw those two as soon as we came out of this far We both looked at each other like, whoa, this has changed because all these lovely, like, family-friendly restaurants suddenly had dancers in the window. And then we were kind of walking, and then there was these two old guys just chomping down on loads of mushrooms. And then we were like, oh, my God, like, how how many of them did they just eat? And then I think the funniest was there was these two guys on the corner looking like they were having an honest chat and then having a good laugh. And as we were walking past them, this one guy was just like <laughs> cocaine. And I was just like, <laughs> no thanks. Um, so we got we got our heads down. Didn't we? we had a couple of drinks, went back to the room, had a bit of a laugh in the room. Yeah, um, and then then the next day, I think the next day is the one, isn't it? The next, the next day, day
1: is, is the one that I I nearly killed me.
0: Yeah, so but I didn't we realise
1: until the day after.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean that was. The scenes. So we went, we went out about ten a.m. We yeah. found a lovely little spot by the river uh for a spot of breakfast, and then they they were serving alcohol at that place, and we were getting carried away. I think we had four pints, four yeah. doubles. But
1: then and we realised that we were, they did uh, they had shorts.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were, we were we were getting very giddy. But this was <coughs> the bad thing was we'd actually booked to go and see the Anne Frank Museum yeah. and the Anne Frank House. So it wasn't the smartest move getting tipsy before that because it's quite a harrowing experience. And if anyone's mm. been to the Anne Frank, it's amazing. It was it was a truly amazing to to witness kind of the journey that she went on and things like that. And But obviously when you're in there and, and you're my size and you're trying to fit up that, um, you know, that cabinet or the bookshelf, wasn't it? Yeah, going the bookshelf and
1: going up the... Uh, it's, all, it's almost like a step ladder, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, and then you had Cottney John behind you going, the Nazis would have definitely caught you, bro." I was like... <laughs> they would, they would. Not the, not the place, not the time. Um, and then we left there, didn't we? And I'd surprised you by booking a booze cruise yeah. for your birthday, like your birthday treat. So we had to wait a couple of hours before the booze cruise. So what did we do? Smart. The smart move would have been gone and ate something. Nah. Soaked up the booze from the morning. No, no. No, no. no, Not Adam and Cockney, John. We went straight into another bar and then we started hitting the shots as well, uh, playing games. We were just two idiots, like literally fools. Tequila rose was the shot of choice, which oh, for those who have had it, it's a delicious, delicious shot. I mean, it tastes like well, it's milkshake. like a strawberry it's milkshake, and yes, you feel it's like it's strawberry not, milk. It's not doing any sort of damage, uh, mm. but it is. It firmly is. But doing apparently, apparently, twenty-five of them
1: do. do. <laughs> twenty-five of them hurt.
0: <laughs> yeah. Then we went on that booze cruise and then we were just tanning the drinks on this booze cruise whilst we were there. Didn't see any of it was free drink as Didn't well, it? outside no. the boat. <laughs> <laughs> we
1: had like, we had and like then, Trendy Jesus was driving us about on this boat, just, oh, just yeah. throwing beer at us.
0: Just throwing beers. And we were, we were, we were, I'd say we were life and soul of, uh, oh, yeah, of yeah, that yeah. booze cruise. And then we left there and we went back to the hotel, uh, didn't we? And, and you got your head down for half an hour. That was where the 40 years of age really yeah, kicked in. Yeah. I was still up and I was FaceTiming my mate going, do you know what? If you don't make up, I'm going out without him. <laughs> um, and then we ended up going back out to a, to a different bar. On.
1: How did you wake me up? So i had gone to sleep for half an hour. How did you wake me up? And just, just yeah, so, so we're so... aware, can we tell people how much you weigh? Can we just, can we give you Yeah.
0: So, so I'm tipping the scales now at a very, very lean 18 and a half stone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Muscle weighs more than fat and all that, guys. Um, and I, literally I was saying to him, John, we got to go. Come on, it's Amsterdam. We're out. Come on. And he was just going like, no. Oh. So just I thought there's only one way here. So I climbed onto my bed and and jumped from as high as I possibly could and dropped an elbow.
1: And Shawn Michaels' elbow drop from the it top rope. It was a
0: huge elbow drop onto Cutney John, and it was one of the funniest reactions, because you were trying to go mad at me, but you couldn't breathe. You were like, bro, oh, bro, oh, oh, oh. um, And then we went back out, didn't we? We were a little bit more sensible and grabbed a quick little bite. Mm. And then we ended up in this other bar where we were meeting people and they were sitting with us and having a laugh and having a dance. And then we were... We basically created a uh,
1: karaoke night, didn't we? We created our own little karaoke night.
0: It was pretty quiet because it was a bloody Monday. Yeah. And then (laughs) we were just like... We were just giving this woman like uh post-it notes of like oh can you put this on can you put this and i think my f- the fact the, the best thing was um you'll all remember forgetting sarah marshall the spin-off to that mm. with russell brand <laughs> and jonah hill get into the greek where russell brand plays a you know like an an out of control lead singer of a rock band of infant sorrow and one of the songs in that film we've always just loved for yeah. some random reason which is a Bangers, beans, and mash. If ever, if no one's ever heard it, go just on Spotify. Spotify it. It's brilliant. Type in "Infant Sorrow," bangers, beans, and mash, uh, and then we requested that. She put it on, and me and me and Courtney John were just stood in this pretty quiet sports bar, just <laughs> screaming like, "Will you come for my bangers, my beans, and mash?" And then this old timer at the bar just turned around and was just like, "No way." Infant sorrow. We were just like, how many <laughs> mushrooms have you taken me?
1: <laughs> I arranged to meet him the next day. Um, <laughs> I arranged to meet that, him for yeah, the football day. You next and him day. had a
0: bromance. Oh, full yeah, on. Yeah, it, was, it on. was silly. And then uh, once we'd, we'd basically spent a stupid amount of money, we yeah. drank a ridiculous amount. We somehow, and this is the miracle <clears throat> of life. We somehow got back to the hotel. Neither of us really knowing why, but we definitely did a pit stop at McDonald's where I dropped about 30 euro on a McDonald's and didn't eat any of it, it, which is, for me, is heartbreaking. Absolutely. When I woke up in the morning and there was nuggets... There was a Big Mac, there was chips, there was a large Spicy, drink, that spicy uh, chicken burger that you can't get over here. Spicy chicken burger. Yeah. I mean, why, did, why do I have to order three burgers and nuggets? That's pathetic. I am 34 with a dad of two, and I'm ordering three burgers and nuggets solo. Um, didn't eat it. And then we woke up <laughs> on the Tuesday. And that was, as you can all imagine from the state of play, there were two very ill gentlemen yeah. in the cordial hotel in amsterdam we were we were dying Died, you more than me because yeah. i kind of did that thing where i was struggling in the morning then got a shower got up kind of felt a bit more human but you were you were you were feeling forty weren't you yeah yeah Put it
1: that way. i mean i was feeling 60 to be honest, every <laughs> part of my body hurt. I don't know how. I must have dropped at some point because I had a massive bruise, at, like the bottom of my back, right in the middle. So I must have landed. It was either from the elbow drop, or I yeah. I stacked it at some point. I think I must have stacked it because of where it was. But yeah. I have well, no, I fell out the bed. No idea. Nah, you fell out of bed three times the bed. and then just three slept times, on the floor. Uh,
0: I mean. In my, in my defence, so I'm quite a broad guy, my shoulders are quite wide, the mattress came up to pretty much my nipples. Didn't it wasn't it? even
1: like a single into, bed, was it? It was small. It was like no, a camp it bed. A bed. It wasn't single It was like was the size not, of a camp bed. It was like a bed.
0: toddler bed. Yeah. Yeah. Like a toddler width with an adult length. Yeah. Um, which is something else to describe Cockney John. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, and then the next day when we were both hanging there was only (laughs) one thing that we could do and that is go to the cinema in amsterdam so that's where we're going to kick off the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70 yard field goal it probably won't go well so set a limit when you gamble and stick to it want more helpful tips like this go to keepitfunohio.com for games quizzes and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand we were lucky enough to go and watch the brand new action comedy operation fortune which you've Quite a lot of people won't really know about because it's been delayed and delayed. Um, It's the brand new Guy Ritchie directed movie give you a quick synopsis elite spy awesome fortune must track down and stop the sale of a deadly new weapons technology wielded by billionaire arms dealer broker greg simmons reluctantly teaming up uh, with some of the world's best operatives fortune and his crew recruit hollywood's biggest movie star danny francesco to help them on their globe-trotting mission to save the world now this is going to be coming out if memory serves on Amazon Prime in April. So this is a huge, Mm. I say huge. This is just a very advanced review to maybe save you time or maybe get you excited. Um, It stars, obviously Jason Statham. It's a guy, Richie film. So Statham's always going to be there. there. Aubrey Plaza, who we're a big fan of on on this podcast. Love Aubrey Plaza. Josh Hartnett, who, who, you know, was a huge star in the, in the noughties, wasn't he? And then he, Kind of gone a bit. Oh uh, yeah,
1: I was surprised when I heard. Back. When I heard he was in it, I was a bit surprised, and I think Hartnett's probably open for the uh, Guy Ritchie magic touch, maybe. Uh, to yeah, agree with that. kickstart his uh, career, um, but he he definitely was brilliant definitely. casting, great casting. He played the role. It was good brilliant. casting.
0: Yeah, because he did he did do very well. You got Bugsy Malone, and then you've got Hugh mm. Grant as kind of like the. The arms dealer, wasn't it? The billionaire arms broker. So uh, Operation Fortune, uh, do you want to kick us off with your review, Cotney John? Yeah,
1: I mean, I I was really excited for this because I absolutely love Guy Ritchie films. Uh, The Gentleman, uh, Lotstock is my absolute favourite. Then, you know, The Gentleman and Snatch, I think are both brilliant, uh, very close seconds. Um, so I was really excited for this. I love anything with Jason Statham in. Uh I love pretty much everything with Aubrey Plaza in. Um Bugsy Malone's really shot me because obviously he was in The Gentleman first, uh Guy Ritchie's last film, and now he's in this. He had a slightly bigger role in this one, a bit more talking. Yeah. Um, and I do think Bugsy is showing he's showing his future potential. Uh yeah, he's got some acting
0: chops,
1: hasn't he? He's got some acting shots, but he's also, because of his size and the way he presents himself, I think for action films, you know, sort of them, a high budget Hollywood blockbuster action film, he could do really well in it. And he's got he's also good got comedic that timing.
0: Comedic,
1: yeah, really vibe, good I mean. straight comedic yeah. timing. Um, The only character I was a bit disappointed in, to be honest, was uh, Hugh Grant's character, who, uh, whilst I really liked it, I do think it was just a straight rip-off of his character in The Gentleman. It could almost have been the same person, you know, and I, I think it would have made more sense that he was the same character and it was just another one of his deals, rather than him being a different person, but who is essentially identical um yeah definitely he's not quite as sexually aggressive as he was in The Gentleman but still that sort of that though uh, and I mean considering it's Hugh Grant he portrays that smiling face with a real undercurrent of danger behind it he portrays that really well really well um but it just wasn't The Gentleman it wasn't snatch. It wasn't lock stock. It was, there was something missing. And it, even after we came out, I found I couldn't quite decide what it was that I thought was missing. Now, I'm going to be generous and say that I was so hungover, it may have affected my appreciation <laughs> because I could you know barely Please. see.
0: That's so funny that on a movie podcast where we're giving the amazing listeners a review, one of your reviews is, I was so hungover, this might not be correct. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So. That's why you tuned into this one. That's why you listen. That's why you listen. But what I do know is, is that I came out of it and was definite that I'm going to watch it again. Like 100%. Now, I'm... So for that reason, my score is a uh because I that looking back on it, there was so much I really liked about it. So many laughs laughs. Uh there was good action scenes. The story was actually uh, a good story. Um and so my initial enjoyment, I walked out thinking three and a half, but because of the hangover and the fact that looking back on it, I appreciate it so much more looking back on it. I'm going to judge that The Hangover was the reason and I'm going to give it a four. So four Sandys from me.
0: So four Sundays for yeah. the new Guy Ritchie, Operation Fortune, which will be available on Amazon Prime in April. But if it's rubbish, um, I
1: was hungover, sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, Guy Ritchie should be thanking tequila rose for, yeah. that, uh, for that review <laughs> um no I, i'm pretty much in agreement with all your points we went to watch the gentleman together a few years ago and if you haven't seen the gentleman again that's on netflix
1: get it what the gentleman is
0: brilliant absolutely top top draw amazing cast yeah uh just 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 great because i give round. that i give uh, that a
1: five i give gentlemen yeah. a five
0: and I think Operation Fortune. I agree. I think it had some great moments. I think the acting was great. I think the story was good. There, there was something missing for me. I wasn't, I wasn't kind yeah. of bowled over. I wasn't. I thought, you know, I don't know whether it was because it had been delayed so much. It always kind of gets in my head of like, oh, there must be a reason. Now yeah. the reason, if those wondering why it has been delayed uh, so much, is because basically some of the. Main antagonists in it were represented as Ukrainian. Yeah. So, obviously, with everything that's going on there, and our thoughts and prayers go out to obviously everyone affected by the Ukraine war. It, it, it yeah, it, it just felt, I don't know, it may have felt just a little bit flat for me, but I agree with you that I probably will give it another go. Yeah. Um, and, but like you said, comparing it to other Guy Rich films, now everyone's always said about Guy Rich and he had. You know, he was absolutely, everything he touched turned to gold, and then he mm. went through that little period where he was struggling a little bit. What was it, the um, one,
1: was it, and- was it the beach, or the one with Madonna in it? Oh, Absolute that, that was when he was with her, though. Dog was- shit, yeah.
0: Yeah, what was, uh, what was that one God, with Madonna it was
1: awful. in it? That awful. I turned that off. I, tu- I lied, I started oh, it and turned one, it though? off, couldn't finish it. Guy well, Ritchie and Madonna.
0: But yeah. I I just think, I love Guy Ritchie, to be fair. And I think he's great, and I love watching his films. I love the style of the films. Um, was it swept away?
1: Hang on, I've got it. Uh, yeah, it swept was, away, yeah. Swept yeah, away. don't watch that.
0: Yeah, don't watch that. Plus, it lost a lot of money. Oh, horrible. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, you go through Guy Ritchie's... I mean, you know, obviously... Lockstock, Snatch, Revolver didn't get great response. I like Rock that. and Roller did okay. I like that. And then he obviously did the Sherlock Holmes. He did uh like the Man from The Man from Uncle, King Arthur. <laughs> then he did Aladdin, which was a bit of a renegade, that wasn't was it? Weird, yeah. Um But yeah, I mean I think it's definitely worth a watch. And the thing is as well, I always think about this. And and since doing this movie podcast, I kind of feel like It's made me see things differently and and all that kind of Mm. jazz. I think the Josh Hartnett playing the Hollywood actor and stuff, I thought that worked really well. Aubrey Plaza was absolutely incredible. She is So funny. Her relationship with Jason Statham was great. And I think ever since that movie um, called Spy with Melissa McCarthy, the comedy, where Jason Statham, I think it was the first role where he played a genuine comedic role and he I'd say that performance is one of the ones that made me cry, laugh the most in a cinema just because mm. I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's enabled him to have more of a comedic role in movies. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to wrap it up by giving Operation Fortune three Harry Stampers. Um, right. Again, I'm not blaming The Hangover, but you never know if I'm a well, bit more awake. And I'm going to watch it. it.
1: I'm going to watch it again when it comes out on Amazon. And... When I've watched it again, I will, in that, you know, the following episode, revisit it and see if my score changes.
0: Well, we look forward to hearing if it does. Yeah. I'm sure we'll mention it when it drops and uh, get people's view on the Adam and Cotney John Big Movie Podcast Facebook page, which we would love you to join. Um, we're trying to get more and more stuff on there. We had loads of chats in Amsterdam. We've got some really exciting things in the pipeline to do with this podcast and what we need. It's your support continuously. So make sure you share, follow, subscribe, all of that jazz. Uh, we'd really appreciate it. But we have been busy because we went straight back to the cinema um, for the brand new release this weekend. And I'm not going to tell you the title, I'm going to give you a quick little sound bite from me to see whether you can guess what it was. Are you ready? <laughs> <Roar>! It's Cocaine <laughs> Bear! <laughs> This is a movie that the trailer came out. People were posting the trailer in the movie group. They were messaging saying, are you going to do Cocaine Bear? And, um, you know, we can't wait to hear your review. So here it is. We went to Cocaine Bear on Monday night. <coughs> After the trailer, we were absolutely chomping at the bit. We could, This was we my film for
1: this year. This was the most the film I've been looking forward to. Anticipated one, yeah. Because I think we did,
0: when we did our looking forward to 2023 we this was definitely mentioned because mm. the trailer looked so outrageous it was like right yeah this is a bit of me so look quick synopsis after a 500 pound black bear consumes a significant amount of cocaine and embarks on a drug-fueled rampage an eccentric gathering of cops criminals tourists and teenagers assemble in a Georgia forest. So we have got O'Shea Jackson Jr., who, obviously, for those that don't know, is Ice Cube's son, who plays Ice Cube in Straight Out Compton. You've got, well, you've got loads, haven't you? Kerry Russell. Uh, Rayleigh Otter. You've got, yeah, Rayleigh Otter. One of his one peace, of his last, one of also. his final posthumous uh, movie roles. And then Alden. Oh, Ed, I can't think I can't say his name but he's basically the guy who played uh Han Solo in the like standalone solo a Star Wars story which actually I thought he was really good in uh, but obviously that didn't do very well. But let's focus on Cocaine Bear. Uh I'll kick us off on this one. So I was well keen for this and the reason I was keen for this is because it's kind of like you look at it and you think right I know exactly what I'm going to get. Like this is not a movie that I'm going to have to think about. I can just switch off and just enjoy this absolute ridiculousness for an hour and 35 minutes, which is always nice. On a Monday night, we were like, right, hour and 35. It's going to be class. The director, by the way, is Elizabeth Banks, which is obviously a highly talented actress in her own right. And she was, I think she directed maybe Pitch Perfect 2, something like that. But she's brilliant.
1: It was her third film. She's absolutely
0: brilliant. Pardon?
1: It was her third film that she's directed. Um, third directed, yeah. She did Charlie's so Angels as well, didn't she?
0: Of course, the, the new Charlie's mm. Angels, yeah. She's absolutely brilliant. Um, and I think, I don't know whether this was a movie, and, and everyone will have these movies, And I, and I'm, and I'm going to spend my week before we record the next episode thinking about movies, and I've got one in my head, right? Mm. So movies that you see the trailer for, and that you are so up for, like you cannot wait. And then you go and see it. And I don't know whether you've built it up so much in your own mind that it's just like, it doesn't quite live up to those expectations mm. that maybe were, were, were impossible to achieve. Anyway, the biggest example I can give you on that was when I was younger. Let me find out the year. When I was younger, there was a movie that was advertised everywhere and I was prime time age Uh, 1999, yeah, so I was like, I was 9, 10, it Mm. was Matthew Broderick, it was, um, who's the guy, Rupert Everett, what film am I talking about? Matthew Broderick and Rupert Everett. And it was advertised everywhere, I remember going to Wales, and and it was on all the posters at bus stops, and I kept saying to my mum and dad, oh my god, I can't wait to watch that, I was so, so, so excited. It was Inspector Gadget. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, and I went to the cinema, probably the most excited I've ever been, and it was trash. It was absolute rubbish. It just wasn't funny. It was unfunny. (laughs) It was just shocking. Um, And I'm not saying Cocaine Bear is that, but I think Cocaine Bear, personally... Let down for me. I was thinking it was going to be amazing. Now, don't get me wrong, there are a few laughs in there. I don't think there's anywhere mm. near enough. I think they could have done Not well more with the comedy in there. The violence is 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 entertaining. There's obviously a lot of violence in there, more than probably some people may expect. Mm. Um, for me, there just wasn't enough of the bear. There wasn't enough of the story. There were so many characters introduced and you just didn't really care about any of them. Um, And it just, for me, fell a little bit flat. And I don't know whether it was because we built it up together. Everyone was building it up. It was fun. I recommend that if you are having a chilled night and there's nothing else on, by all means, give it a watch. I wouldn't rush to the cinema. Because uh, it's not nah. needed on the cinema because it's, it's like I said, it is very silly. And I think the funny thing is as well when I, it, it it's been built hasn't it as like inspired by true events, yeah. like not based on a true story. Basically, a bear found loads of cocaine, edit and died. Yeah, like that's that's the all of the stuff that's in this film is completely made up. <clears throat> like the bear didn't kill anyone. Nah. Sadly. The bear lost its life. And it was Yet we're uh, witnessing. It the was bear thingy, wasn't it? Lives.
1: It was a uh, taxidermied. I think Waylon Jennings owned it at one point in the country.
0: It was, it was taxidermied, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So for that reason, and and listen, I enjoyed it to a point, like, um, but I feel like I don't know, it it kind of didn't go as much in the direction of Ridiculousness, like yes, it was ridiculous, but if it had gone completely outrageously mm. stupid, I'd have been like, yeah, shotgun wedding esque.
1: Yeah, yeah, then, yeah, yeah.
0: The, it kind of, I don't know, with the, the the drug dealers and and stuff. I was a bit like, me, nee, do I believe it? Am I am I bothered? Probably not. For that reason, I'm going to give it two and a half. Harry Stampers, Cotney John, what are you saying?
1: Yeah, I mean, I agree. It's. For me, it didn't know what it was supposed to be. It was, was it a comedy? Was it a drugstore? Like, so the drug dealers were all really serious and Ray Liotta played it like he played his character in Goodfellas. He was a serious drug dealer. But then it also had a scene with uh, a bear snorting cocaine. Um, (laughs) You know, so it just couldn't figure out whether it was supposed to be a comedy film, a drug smuggling film, a lost child film. Um, I came out and said to you straight away that I thought at one point they were going to make it a 3D film because some of the shots in it, you could sort of see were done the way that they do in 3D to make like the blood shoot out of the screen. Um, And I think that was at one point an option for them and they just sacked it off. Um, yeah. so again, I am going to watch it again. It is a film I would watch again, but it barely gets into that category. So barely, for me it has to nice. be barely. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that was his nickname, Pablo Escobar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that, that. But the trouble is his nickname was better than the film. Um, <laughs> so it's a two and a half. I mean, O'Shea Jackson. He again, like we we're saying about Bugsy, he has got such a future. Yeah, um, yeah, I just, top. I really want him to stop playing roles where he's the hard man, because I yeah. think, I think his acting is actually much, much better than what they're basically doing. Is saying going out like your dad
0: too much mm, yeah and no when right they now. actually he, he great
1: yeah and when he actually starts showing his real talent he's gonna i think he's gonna because uh get out that, from under um, his dad's shadow in that
0: seth rogan <clears throat> seth rogan charlie's theron rom-com that i made you watch that yeah. time long shot he plays the friend and he is hilarious
1: hilarious, hilarious um
0: yeah. so what's what's the rating two and a half You're joining me on two and a half, yeah? Yeah, Um, because I will watch it again. Where did that bear want to move to, John? You what? Where did that cocaine bear want to live? I don't know where. (laughs) colum Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I was trying so much to think of a joke, and I just had absolutely doubt, and I was like could I make barefoot in Columbia maybe I think, I think um, you should
1: do the bear roar again your you're Alan Partridge bear roar
0: <laughs> so there you have it cocaine bear is worth a watch if you want yeah. to just switch off and it's mind numbing fun yeah. um, I think maybe we did hype it up too much and I'm firmly not going to do that to the film that we're booked in to watch next week which we will reveal at the end of the episode because mm. our review for that will be coming next week if you've not seen the film, don't worry. These are movie plots in one sentence. We have reached the point of the episode where it is the movie plot in one sentence. So, here we go. Are you ready, Courtney John? Astodius. And are you ready, listeners? <coughs> I really hope someone somewhere went, yeah! <laughs> Probably didn't know. Um, okay, here we go. <clears throat> A girl with Stockholm Syndrome gets a bad haircut. Okay. A girl with Stockholm Syndrome gets a bad haircut. Okay, so we will reveal the answer shortly, but before we do that... We obviously always give you a little throwback, and it has been a long episode, this one, so we're not going to keep you too much longer, even though we love speaking to you. What can I say? Um, Operation Fortune highlighted to us that Jason Statham is an absolute dog. He is, by a country mile, one of the most attractive bald men on the planet, um, and not that that has anything to do. I don't know where that came from. It just came out. Like That wasn't planned. I just saw a picture of him on my computer and thought, You're yeah, like, wow. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: He, he makes, he makes balding like seem okay. Like, round yeah. right now I can deal with this. I don't have to go to somewhere for a hair transplant. I can stay from it, even though there's only one stay from. And in 2006, a uh, little synopsis for you for our throwback. Chev, an assassin for hire is injected with a serum that requires him to always keep his adrenaline levels high in order to survive. The movie 2006 is Crank. That's going to be our throwback today. And to sell it yet, for one minute, Cotney John, why should our listeners watch the movie Crank, which is available on Netflix?
1: Right, so for the ladies, Jason Statham. For the men, Amy Smart. For the men and ladies, Jason Statham. For everyone in between, Jason Statham. He's amazing in it. He is so good. And it's a ridiculous story. It's absolutely crazy. But seeing Statham electrocute himself, seeing Statham have sex on a horse track, racetrack in front of everyone there to keep his adrenaline going, the lengths that man will go to to keep his adrenaline up is absolutely incredible seeing him hanging out of it is it a helicopter he's hanging out of and just I think oh, so, yeah yeah and uh, when he's um just the fight scenes he's so believable in his fight scenes like i my i know you love arnie and stallone yeah. but i i just always found them unbelievable in their fight scenes but Statham, I watch him in his fight scenes and I'm like, yep, yeah, he could murder me with one <laughs> hand and then make a really, like, dry little quip at the end of it. You know, a little <laughs> Is that your dirty word for sentence. Statham?
0: Is that your dirty word <laughs> for Statham? Murder me, Jason. Murder me,
1: murder me Jason. Um, I'd like to let him beat me up. Just so I could watch video footage of it afterwards.
0: Yeah, that, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I'd be first in queue if he was gonna lever you. Yeah. Um, but there you have it, crank. It's definitely one to check out. There's also a sequel that came out a few years after that, which yeah. is even more ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, it goes, um, it goes, which is like absolutely outrageous. Like it's one of those where like if you watch Crank you'll want to watch the sequel and yeah. then you'll think that someone probably those old guys who were doing mushrooms in Amsterdam thought <laughs> this would be funny for a Crank sequel and the studio were like we love it yes um, but let's get the answer to our movie plot in one sentence <laughs> to give it you one more time a girl with Stockholm Syndrome gets a bad haircut. Okay. Courtney John, you look like you're deep in thought there, my mate. Yeah, this
1: one has absolutely thrown me. And the only thing I can think. So Stockholm Syndrome captured hair Rapunzel. So the movie? Oh, what's it called? Um,
0: Tangled. 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 Correct. Is it? Yes. It is correct. (laughs) Tangled is the movie. What a film, by the way. Oh, how have I pulled that out of the bag? You have absolutely pulled that out the bag there, my friend. Fair play to you. Um, Before we finish, make sure that you check out next week's episode because we've gone from Cocaine Bear, which was one of Courtney John's most anticipated films of the year, to one of my most anticipated films of the year. We are booked on Sunday for the IMAX to go and watch Michael B. Jordan's direct do- directorial debut uh, and the star of Creed Three. Now, mm. I am, I cannot wait. I'm a huge Rocky fan, seen all of him multiple times, love Creed. I dragged you to Creed Two, yeah. if you remember, because I was that desperate to see it. And then now it's Creed 3, and I am absolutely buzzing. I'm trying to control it because I don't want to inspect the gadget 2023. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm sure that it's going to deliver, and I very much hope so. Uh, well, it's going to so, so be interesting because I'm yeah, not...
1: It's going to be interesting because I'm not... Yeah, you're not operate. that keen, are you? Yeah. So... No. But yeah, trust we me, shall it's see. So deliver. it's going to be one of them films where I treat myself to nachos and a hot dog. I think because well, I'm as long as you don't make too much
0: noise, because I'm going to be locked in, <laughs> locked in, ready to watch those two beefcakes go at it in the ring. Um, <laughs> anyway, let's wrap it up here. Um, thank you so much for listening. We hope you've enjoyed it. Um, I certainly have. And we would love you to join the Adam and Cotney John Facebook page. So Adam and Cotney John's Big Movie Podcast Facebook group. Join, let us know what you think of the episode, give us some shouts of throwbacks. We have had some brilliant shouts, we are going to get onto them in the next few weeks. Uh, Make sure you like, share, follow, subscribe, leave us a lovely review wherever you listen. It really does help, it keeps us going, it gets us in the conversation for sponsors and all that jazz And we absolutely adore doing this uh, weekly. And we really do appreciate everyone who's messaged uh, to say that they've listened. They've gone back to the start because they've not, you know, they didn't realize that it was available and all that jazz. Thank you. Thank you so much. And obviously for more information on dad and parenting, make sure you check out dadsnet.com. Woo, dadsnet. For all your parenting advice. So we are going to finish this episode once and for all. And I'm going to do it as I normally do, with the final word from Mr. Cotney John.
1: All right, people. Uh, So this week is almost a little bit of homework, to be honest. Now, I watched a film that I haven't seen for years uh, called The Outsiders, one of uh, Tom Cruise's first films based on a book by S.E. Hinton. And I think we forget especially with how far Hollywood has come in the past 20 years, that there are some amazing, amazing films that happened in the 80s and the 70s that weren't Goodfellas or Taxi, you know, the classics. So I want everyone to try and remember a film that they haven't seen in 20, 30 years. Get it on see if it still lives up see if, see if it still gives you though that feeling you got when you first saw it and loved it because I did that and I'm so glad I did because I am now getting myself ready to watch Rumblefish which is another film I haven't seen in 20 years and uh, I was really really happy you know just watching it just, just watching a great film so, yeah.
0: Right. You've convinced me, mate. Inspector words. Gadget tonight, it is.
1: <laughs> go, go, Gadget. Snooze. Thank you so fest. much for listening. In a bit.
0: Thank you for listening. <laughs> Take care. <laughs>